<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs, and this is The Great America Show. Welcome to the show, and thanks for being with us. Today, we're looking at what has been a six-year-long period of political persecution of an American president. That president, a highly successful businessman and television star, a president who had never run for office at any level, who in fact didn't have a very high regard for politics at all. But Donald Trump was an outsider who detested the swamp in D.C., who believed he should try to make a difference because he feared for the country and he feared for our people. And he knew in his heart that he could do things that politicians couldn't. He could bring a business outlook to government. He couldn't be bought. He had plenty of money of his own. He could cut the swamp and career politicians down to size so that he could lead the nation back to greatness, could restore our economy, free business from oppressive regulation, cut taxes, stop exporting jobs and factories to faraway lands. He could use tariffs to cut our trade deficit with China and other nations and insist on fair trade rather than the mindless free trade that cost America trillions of dollars, rebuild our military and put America first in all things, but especially our foreign policy, and bring back our troops from all foreign deployments and demand our allies pay their fair share in the war on terror or in defending Western civilization, and defend our own borders, build a wall and end illegal immigration, the smuggling of deadly drugs across the Mexican border, and give America a president who keeps his promises. We have as our guest that very special American, a great American, who is our greatest president in history, President Donald J. Trump. It's an honor to have him back with us here on The Great America Show. And Mr. President, delighted to have you with us. Thank you very much for joining us here today. The Justice Department has just released the Mueller Special Counsel memo from March of 2019 recommending against a prosecution of you as president your reaction to what is yet another exoneration in what has been six years of political persecution against you and your family and continues to this very day. Well, to put it more accurately, maybe, Lou, uh, they said, I did nothing wrong, which everybody knew. You knew that from day one. They said, I did nothing wrong. We went through two and a half years of nonsense. Uh, I wish they would have released the report a lot earlier. But uh, it's an appropriate time to release it because I have the same kind of a witch hunt going on right now, the exact same kind. And it's a political thing. It's a weaponization of the Department of Justice and the FBI, and it's a disgrace. But it's a very appropriate thing. They said I did nothing wrong. And that's after two and a half years of going through turmoil and simultaneously running the country very well. You know, and as your uh, then Attorney General, Bill Barr, uh, put it, he had decided not to proceed with prosecution. There was no underlying crime uh, to be obstructed. 
uh, it is it is such mindlessness that it's incomprehensible as well as a disgrace. It also there was a redacted letter uh, put out uh, a little over a year ago, but so redacted it was meaningless. And that brings us to the point of uh, this current uh, offense against uh, the law, the Constitution, and you, which is the raid on Mar-a-Lago, uh, your home, your offices. Tell us what your thoughts are about the predicate, the the purpose of this raid, uh, and why no one knows what it uh, what it was all about. Well, the interesting thing is that this should have all been done. Uh, this should have all been done. Uh, you, as to your previous question, a long time ago, they could have announced what they did yesterday a long time ago that I did nothing wrong. And it's the exact same thing here. We were essentially attacked. We were broken into. They opened up safes. They brought safe crackers in. They brought many, many FBI agents in, all right before the midterms. And all when I have the best poll numbers I've ever had. This is a political attack on our country. And it's a disgrace. And the people understand it. The people understand it. Uh, this yep. is, uh, and they're using statutes or whatever you may want to say that don't even apply. The things that apply, uh, everything was absolutely perfect. It was a perfect. It was perfectly handled. And they could have come in and they could have talked to us and they could have taken whatever they needed. But instead, they raided it. They took my passports. They they took things that they should have never taken with. Uh, that are privileged, and it's a disgrace to our country. It really is. It's just, and it just never ends. It's the same people, the same leaks, the same, uh, they leak to the same places, the same people doing the leaking. It's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. Our country's a wreck. It, it is a wreck under this administration in so many ways, whether we're talking about an almost $31 trillion national debt, whether you're talking about uh, trillion-dollar deficits, whether we're talking about assaulting a former president uh, in violation of the Constitution, the law, tradition, convention, and just common sense and good judgment. One of the things I'd like to turn to in that is the Presidential Records Act, in which a deputy archivist, acting archivist, basically has the power uh, given her by President Biden to decide whether or not you have executive privilege. What an outrage that this this egoistic archivist has decided that she can make those kinds of decisions and what madness on the part of this impaired President Biden to have done such a thing. No, it's not even believable. And the Presidential Records Act uh, is guiding this. And if you look at it, I have every right to do what I want to do, and we can negotiate them. We can, there's no time limits that I know of. We can negotiate. We can do what we want to do. But they're not using the presidential records yet. You know, that's relatively new in the scheme of things compared to other things. They want to go back to things that haven't been used in many, many decades, many, many years. Uh, the Presidential Records Act is the guide. And if you look at the Presidential Records Act, it's all about exactly what it says. It's about presidential records. And you take a look at what it says. There's no retribution. You negotiate with them. But no, they've done something that's incredible. They actually want to take the, uh, they want to take certain powers away and give them to the person that you're talking about. 
and it's absurd. I have seen more political comment on that and more legal comment on that. They think it's ridiculous what's going on. This is purely an act of uh, an administration that obviously is doing very poorly, unfortunately, because I'd love to see it do well despite politics. I would love not to have seen what happened in Afghanistan. I'd love not to see inflation at a record level. I'd love not to see uh, a loss of energy independence. And, and actually, we were becoming a major, major producer. We were going to be bigger than Russia and Saudi Arabia combined, probably times two, combined times two. We were headed in a direction like never before, and now they just blew it. Now we go begging Venezuela and others for energy. So it's, you know, it's very sad, but it's also sad politically because you know about the election and you know what happened with the election. It was a disgrace. And a lot of this started because of that. Look, we wouldn't have a war with Russia with uh, going into Ukraine. A president, she wouldn't have 75 ships circling Taiwan right now. And, you know, it looks like he's going to be doing something at some point. That was not a good move, by the way, by Nancy Pelosi, because it gave him exactly what he needed, gave him an excuse. You know, so many other things. It's just our country is is really it's a nation in decline. Well, of course, Senator Marsha Blackburn is now in Taiwan uh, in a, a show of solidarity with Taiwan. Uh, do you also think that's a mistake? I think we ought to just relax. I think we have enough problems right now as a country, to be honest with you. I think we have enough problems right now. We have so many different things. We're losing our country with stupidity. You know, we've given now Ukraine $70 billion, and Europe has given it maybe one-tenth of that, maybe one-tenth. At some point, you say, doesn't there have to be fairness? Doesn't it have to be like others will do somewhat like we will do? Because, you know, if you take a look, we're in now for, it could be 70, nobody even knows. If you ask people, they don't even know. We just gave another $3 billion. How much did Europe give? And Europe is affected far greater than we are. Yes, and it, and it goes to the very heart of your argument as president when you were pulling our troops back uh, and insisting that the NATO and European nations pay their fair share for their defense and that the United States would no longer uh, act like a, uh, a, a, a police organization for the European uh, governments that were not meeting their responsibilities. The same situation exists, except this president, who... Uh, by the way, you mentioned the $3 billion. That looks like another tranche of hush money uh, coming from this White House because the level of corruption in, in Ukraine is no less than it was when you were president uh, and is just as difficult a uh, political situation for the United States as then. And worse, because the Europeans refuse to understand or acknowledge that they need a, they would be wise to be the ones supporting Ukraine to maintain that buffer between themselves and an expansionary Russia, thanks to Vladimir Putin. Well, they're not supporting Ukraine in any very meaningful way by comparison to the United States. And I feel worse than anybody about Ukraine because it would have never happened. This whole thing shouldn't have happened. Forget about who's paying what. Nobody should have had to pay anything. This whole thing wouldn't have happened had the election been uh, properly run. Let me be very nice and very diplomatic, because every time somebody talks about it, they end up losing their show because nobody wants to allow them to talk about 
the rigged election. But had the election been uh, properly run, had the election not be ri been rigged, I will tell you, Lou, this would have never happened. Taiwan, uh, which could be next, would never, ever have happened. She wouldn't have done it. Putin wouldn't have done it. And I don't even mean through negotiation. They wouldn't have done it. They never did it in four years. I mean, in four years, we didn't have anything looking like this in Russia. They didn't circle the borders and look like they were going in. And frankly, even when they did that, a deal could have been made. They should have been able to make a deal at that time. I thought I thought that Russia was frankly negotiating. I mean, when they put all the when they put two hundred thousand troops on the border, I thought they were maybe negotiating. But a deal could have been made. Now you have cities that are blown to pieces. Uh, probably it could be millions of people by the time this ends. This could end up in World War Three because we have no idea what we're doing and we have no idea what we're getting into. This could actually end up in World War Three. It's uh, insane what's going on. And the problem is that we're putting up many, many, many times more. We're putting up much more money than Europe. They're not following the lead. And frankly, as far as they're concerned, I think they'd like to put up very little. If you look at and some of the countries, the way they're talking, they don't want to put up. Now, with all of that being said, I feel horrible for the people of Ukraine that are just being decimated and killed and the cities being wiped out, never really to be rebuilt again. You know, you're talking about many, many decades and it'll never be like it was. You know, you look at some of those incredible buildings that are just bombed to the ground that are so old and, and actually magnificent. But most importantly, the people, you lost so many people already and you're going to lose a lot more. And this should have never happened, Lou. This would have never, ever happened under the Trump administration. Well, I appreciate your concern for whether or not this show will be canceled. But I have to tell you, uh, this show, we have been talking about the rigged election of 2020, the circumstances under which history was changed, uh, in part by uh, then Attorney General William Barr, who in his book acknowledges that he knew Vice, uh, the former vice president, was lying through his teeth when he claimed that the laptop from hell, as you styled it, Hunter Biden's laptop, uh, was Russian disinformation. Uh, Barr knew that that was not the case. Uh, 51 uh, intelligence veterans and five former heads of the intelligence agencies were lying through their teeth as they implied but oh, absolutely implied that it was Russian disinformation. Uh, it, it, it served as a shield to your charge then that the Biden family was corrupt, a crime family, uh, and the American people uh, were disenfranchised. And we know now, uh, after polling, that if people had known it, uh, enough people would have re reversed their vote to you and history would have been quite different, uh, and Joe Biden would not be in the White House. He's not there now, let's be honest. I mean, he's he's still uh, five weeks in abstentia uh, with only an appearance for a bill signing, and you would be the president of the United States. Well, we wouldn't have inflation. We wouldn't have the problems that we have. We'd have an economy that would be roaring. We'd have $2 gasoline or less, frankly. And we would be dominant in energy. We wouldn't only be energy independent like we were. We would be by this time dominant. We would be the dominant energy force. And now we're closing that up. And I see now they want to go to all electric cars in a very short period of time. 
uh, the batteries and all of the material, most of it comes from China or China-run areas. It's just a disaster. The windmills are destroying, you take a look, destroying our beautiful open spaces and our plains and our valleys. And you just look at what's happening to the country with these windmills that are so horrible. They're all made in China and Germany, by the way, but they're all made outside of the United States. It's a shame what's happened to our country. And it truly is. It's a country that's failing. It's a country in decline. And it's very sad to watch. And then they weaponize. They weaponize at a level that nobody's ever seen before. They go after political opponents at a level that nobody's ever seen before with a raid, an ex-president, and a popular ex-president. You just have to look at the polls, the best poll numbers I've ever had, because people now see how, how good we were doing. Despite all of the distraction of these terrible investigations that now letters are coming out saying exonerating Trump. He did nothing wrong, like what came out yesterday from the Justice Department. So it's very sad when you see it. And uh, it so sad. many bad things have happened to our country in a period of less than two years. Part of what infuriates me is the overt effort by the Marxist Dems that are driving the Democrat Party and this uh, puppet president that is now installed. Uh, part of what drives me uh, to to just immense anger is that it's an effort to intimidate the American people, to intimidate not only Trump supporters, the tens of millions of them, the 80 million of them, but all Americans. They don't want anyone to pick their heads up. They want them to put their heads down, keep their mouths shut, uh, be told and accept what they're told, whether it be about how their children will be taught in school or indoctrinated. Uh, they want the American people to just shut up and not use critical judgment or certainly uh, demand uh, justice uh, for all equally in this country and not a system of justice in which the Marxist Dems and this administration, uh, this illegitimate uh, regime, uh, is permitted to hound, harangue, and uh, persecute politically a, pre a president. Donald J. Trump, for six long years. It's, it's outrageous. And the American people have every, are furious. The backlash is something they could not have imagined. Your thoughts? They are furious. I have never seen anger like it. Uh, they love the country more than they ever have because they see what we've lost. We've lost our country, in my opinion. If this continues, I think just horrible things will happen. And that's not said as a threat. That's said as somebody that just feels it. I feel it. I think horrible things. Uh, they are destroying our country. They're destroying our system. And they lost an election. You know, they lost an election and they lost it big. It wasn't even, it was lost big. You see the numbers coming out of Arizona and coming out of all of these states, Pennsylvania. You see what's happening with all these numbers that are now coming out. And the Republican leadership is weak. A guy like Mitch McConnell, all he cares about is keeping his China, his business with China and his wife, Coco. Uh, all they do is they look at what's happening with China. And, you know, he has a total conflict of interest. He's not only compromised, he's much more than compromised. He's in a much worse position than just simply being compromised. China, will, he will do whatever the Democrats want him to do. And you understand why. Most people don't understand why. But Mitch McConnell will do whatever the Democrats tell him. He never used debt ceiling. He gave it away for nothing. 
you wouldn't have any of this phony infrastructure bill that passed a year ago. And I told you that Manchin, a long time ago, I told you that Manchin will let you down because he always lets people down. He really let the people of West Virginia down because you're not going to have coal with Manchin. You know, they put taxes on coal and all sorts of things. What's he doing? What happened to this guy? He he made it so bad. And I figured, oh, West Virginia must be a big beneficiary. West Virginia got hurt more than any other state. You take a look at what happened with energy and with coal and the taxes they're going to put on. Nobody's going to be able to produce it anymore, except Germany, of course, which is now opening up their coal plants. Because years ago, during a speech at the United Nations, they all smiled and laughed when I was talking. I said, why would anybody be... Uh, be so, you know, the, the pipeline coming in from Russia, Nord Stream 2, nobody heard of it until I started bringing it up. He said, why would Germany ever make a deal to get 72% of its energy from Russia? And sure as can be, three years later, they were all smiling. Now they're all saying Trump was right. And now what they're doing is they're going back to their original coal plants. Can you believe it? So, you know, <laughs> Germany was, and by the way, Germany is doing very little to help if you take a look at Ukraine, Germany is doing virtually nothing to help Ukraine by comparison to what the United States is doing. Virtually nothing. Yeah. It's it's an incredible it's an incredible world we're living in, and it's it very sad. And it, and everybody has things back really backwards, Lou. They don't know what they're doing. I do think most Republicans now know what they're doing. They're going to go to the polls on November eighth. And they are going to vote in numbers that I don't believe uh, we have ever seen uh, because they know this cannot stand. The republic itself is hanging in the balance. They know that the Democrats, uh, the Marxist Dems, uh, have cheated uh, in the 2020 election. They've done everything they can. They know Joe Biden is a cheat and an absentee president. Uh, they know that they need to bring back First America, MAGA, and our MAGA president, Donald J. Trump. Uh, it is uh, without question the existential midterm election, I believe, uh, of uh, our country's history. Uh, your thoughts about what you expect to happen? Well, I hope you're right. Uh, I think that the cheating's at a level that I used to say that you beat the cheating by just swamping them and getting big numbers, but we swamped them in many areas and they still just happened to pull it through by a very small number of votes, you know that. Uh, I can say this, uh, people have no choice. They want to change our system. Remember when I was campaigning, I said, we're going to end up being, if these people win, we're going to end up being Venezuela on steroids. And that's where we're heading right now. And people have to get out and they have to vote. It's, uh, I don't think there's ever been a more important time. And I'll, I'll also tell you this for the people that are listening. You are a very important voice, and your voice is getting out there. You're a very important voice, and they tried to cut you short, and it didn't work. But uh, I hope people appreciate what you do, because you really are. You're a very powerful and important voice. That's very kind, Mr. President. And to tell you the truth, I'm getting all sorts of uh, support and people uh, acknowledging the uh, the show, and, uh, and they're taking time to listen to us every once in a while and uh, it, it's great to be in the arena and it is uh, it is a wonderful thought to think uh, that we will have our uh, our 45th president as our 47th uh, and I, <laughs> I want you to know that everywhere I go uh, everyone I talk with uh, that is their uh, their hope their prayer and their dream 
So thank well, you. Thank you, Lou. And I think you. you'll be happy. And I think you'll be happy. And I look forward to seeing you. And keep going. You're doing a great job. Thank, thank you. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. And God bless. Thank you, Lou. God bless you. Thank you. Thanks, everybody, for being with us today. I have to tell you, I never talk with President Trump without thinking how much we owe the man for all that he's done for this country and for all Americans. And what a beating he's taken from the venal Marxist Dems and the deep state and how many times the rhino liberals of his own party have betrayed him. As I'm sure you heard in his voice, his strength and resolve, his love of this country and our people is undiminished. Despite all that the establishment, the Marxist Dems, and the deep state have thrown at him and continue to try to crush him, to destroy him, because he is not of the swamp, and they can't buy him, and they can't break him. And too often he's in the fight alone, when we all should be doing far more to support him, to fight with him against the evil forces that mean to take down this country and President Trump. Maybe let your congressmen, your senators know you expect them to support President Trump. And I would ask you to volunteer to be a poll watcher, to be involved in your midterm elections this fall. We need the vigilance and participation in votes of all our fellow citizens to protect against a repeat of 2020. Thank you for being with us today. And please let your family and friends know they can hear President Trump here on The Great America Show over the weekend as well. He just might brighten their spirits and their day, and they'll certainly hear what you and I just heard. President Trump is a warrior for this country, and he means to win this fight against foes, foreign and domestic. Thanks again. Monday, our guest will be former FBI Supervisory Special Agent James Galliano. He's also mayor of Cornwall-on-Hudson, New York. We'll be talking about what the past six years have revealed about the FBI and the Department of Justice. Don't miss that interview. Thanks again. And God bless you. And God bless America.